Thank you both for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. I really appreciate it. It's been good seeing you both out here at training camp for the past couple weeks. Much better when it's inside rather than outside. Yes. But (laughs) for our listeners, if you could just each introduce yourself and so they can kind of figure out who the voices that they're hearing are today. You can go first. Okay, I'll go first. This is Madeline Adams. I am a sports anchor and reporter for Fox 8, the local TV um, station here in New Orleans. So I've been here in New Orleans for about four months, but I'm from Houma, so very familiar with the area and obviously the Saints, so. I am Taryn Walk. I am a writer for the Times-Picune, NOLA.com, slash The Advocate, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I have been here for two and a half weeks only, moved in the Thursday before we left for Houston, so it's been a whirlwind. Well, it's good to have both of you here. I know that you guys have both brought some good coverage already, even though it's been a short short time for Taryn. It's been a month. (laughs) And you came from NASCAR, so a little bit different. uh, Yes, Elvin Kamara and I were technically co-workers at one point. Oh, Have you cool. ever spoken to him about that? Here, no, but I've interviewed him from the NASCAR side. So I need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I hold a little grudge that he had a higher floor in our building. He was on like 20 and I was on 8, so holding the grudge there. <laughs> I think that's fascinating. It's I always like to talk to the players about what they do outside mm-hmm. of you know football because it can't only be your life. I mean, it is for a lot of them still, it is. Right. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was talking to Kirk Merritt the other day, and he was telling me about how he likes to paint. And so, just checking out some of his art um, on Instagram. It's at Kirk's Creations with a K. Wow, I love that. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So always cool to find out something different about these players. You get some time during training camp to do that. But overall, in the past, I guess we're like week three here, almost week four mm-hmm. weeks of camp. Um, and what are some of the things that you've been following or have stood out to you? I think for me, it's been the progress of Jameis Winston, right? Obviously with him coming back from a season-ending injury. Um, he had a really good day today. I know he got picked off by Tyron Matthew, but outside of that, um, he had a really good practice today. Um, I know he's been kind of ramping up, and I think for the first time um, here on this Tuesday, he did two-minute drill as well. So just really impressed with his progress throughout training camp and really excited to see um, how that translates to the season. And it seems like he's building a lot of chemistry with his receivers as well. Like Jarvis Landry had this incredible catch today, uh, too. It was like a one-handed grab. Really, really impressive to kind of finish out uh, practice today with that. So it seems like he's building chemistry with his wide receivers as well, um, which is which is cool to see. So really, that's kind of been the main thing that I've been watching throughout training camp. That catch was the perfect cherry on top for yes, the entire practice. Absolutely. If they had done one more play, it would have ruined it all. <laughs> um, for me, I'm learning the team still. So it's like checking in who's here every single day and things mm-hmm. like that and getting to know their personalities, kind of like the identity of the team because I didn't grow up in Louisiana. I grew up, it's complicated, a little bit of <laughs> Illinois and Massachusetts. So I didn't grow up in saints nation so i'm learning like not just the team but the community and Mm -hmm. how much they support the saints and it's been crazy seeing the amount of people who come out for training camp like fan wise and things like that like don't you have jobs but (laughs) it just goes to show they'll take off to spend an entire day out there and it puts in perspective like what we get to do and see every day to not take it for granted when they're literally taking PTO for it. Absolutely. I can I can kind of relate to that too. I mean, even though I grew up in South Louisiana and I grew up kind of watching the Saints, I've been in Lafayette for the past three years covering the Raging Cajuns mostly. So we've obviously put Saints highlights into our shows, but it's such a different depth of coverage when you're working in New Orleans. And it is cool to just 
get to know the players, get to know the fans too um, on a daily basis. So I kind of feel the same way. Like just you're still learning the team. And obviously every year the team is – you know, new, like you're, you know, I know Demario Davis talked about building the foundation from the ground up. And like, you see that every training camp. So I'm also kind of still learning the the team, like on such a deeper level than I ever have to in my career. So it's been fun. Yeah. What was interesting about Davis? I mean, he's a great soundbite, no matter mm-hmm. what it is, he's going to mm-hmm. give you a really good, thoughtful yes. answer. And, and he was talking about talking to the rookies and trying to teach them you know, obviously technique and how to play the, the position. But more than that, it's about doing it the Saints way. Mm-hmm. What has stood out to either of you about just the culture of the Saints? You know, everybody references it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, what exactly does that mean? Uh, what have you seen at any point in time that has kind of been like, that's what they're talking about? I think it's such an intention or, well, it's intentionality, but such an attention to detail as well. Everything's so detail oriented every single day that I've been out here at practice. And I haven't been out here every single day um, of training camp, but the days I have been here, it's such, it's so detail oriented. Um, It was like that when Sean Payton was here, it's continued over obviously with Dennis Allen being the head coach in his first season. Um, And so just such they're so focused on doing things intentionally and the small details of things matter so much. So that's kind of the, you know, I know it's not something super specific, like, you know, one day in training camp or anything like that, but just overwhelmingly, like what I've noticed is they're so focused on the minor details because it has such a major impact when Mm -hmm. it comes to the season. So what's been interesting for me is hearing everyone talk about the Sean Payton time for like Drew Brees and things like that and how it was so offensive orientated. And now I just see, the defensive Mm -hmm. mindset like the defense 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 where you have a leader like Demario Davis and he's over here even though he's from the linebacker group applauding the defensive line and then even the defensive back so there's just so much that's being focused into the defense and I think that's a big transition to what was in the past so I'm curious how that's going to play out and for me not having anything Mm -hmm. to compare it to Mm -hmm. I think is a different mindset too because everyone's just like is it how different is it how different is it and for me it's not different since I didn't know what it used to be yeah. at least on the ground basis yeah the and defensive side of the ball has always had a certain swag about them yes. you know they kind of carry themselves <laughs> a little bit different they think very highly of themselves as they should there's mm-hmm. been a lot of talented players on that side of the ball they care about each other a lot and they hold each other to a very high standard so now that you have your defensive coordinator and Dennis Allen moving over mm-hmm. to oversee everything I am excited to see how that permeates to the rest of the team you know because yeah. you always say you take on the identity of your head coach so it'll be interesting to see how the offense is you know yeah. without Sean Payton Absolutely. And I know we've been talking about Demario Davis, but he's just one of several leaders on this team. Like you can just tell there's a lot of guys in the locker room um, that helped to create the culture. Like you were mm-hmm. talking about Demario is obviously one of them. Um, and guys, you know, even like, you know, some of the new players that they've acquired through free agency, like Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew, are just like they've come in and they've helped build that leadership as well. So that's been something cool to watch um, during camp as well. You know, these guys are in their first training camp with the team, but the younger guys who have been on the team even just for two or three years are learning from guys like Tyron and Jarvis. So it's really cool to see, and Marcus May as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of been something cool to see and, and watch during training camp as well, is just how they're building that culture. Again, like Demario said, from the ground up every year. So, Taryn, you brought up something that it kind of like, you know, like a light bulb went off. And I was like, you know, oh boy. You know <laughs> I mean, we all are out there at training camp, and you mentioned going through and checking off who's here on the roster. 
what are some things that you do at training camp every day just for fans that don't get the opportunity to see it as we do to cover it that you make a point of doing or that things that you're looking for or you notice while you're out there yeah, roll call is a big one. I can't wait for the roster to get cut down to 53. <laughs> Makes it a little bit easier, like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, many? people are out there with binoculars. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. binoculars. Yeah. And just, they're from, like, my bird-watching days. That never happened. <laughs> um, it's just – that's helping me learn the team, too, because I'll, like, repeat it in my head and whatnot. Be like, mm-hmm. number one – Marquez Calloway. I really hope that's right. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that would have been super embarrassing. <laughs> but it's just learning it that way. And now I've got like a feel of what they do. There's like the walkthroughs, the stretching, and then each drill like builds upon. They'll do the seven on seven special teams, red zone special teams, and then the 11 on 11. It's just like getting a rhythm of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's about to end. So my mm-hmm. rhythm is going to be gone again. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I'm just kind of watching, like, I've just been noticing, like, how great of a chemistry it seems like Jameis Winston and Jarvis Landry have. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems like they're always talking, even if they're on the sideline. And just kind of noticing, like, you know, when guys do stuff like that or when a veteran player is helping a younger player with technique or whatever, you know, it may be, just kind of watching, I guess, what happens on the sidelines, like, outside of, you know, practice you know Mm -hmm. or the seven on seven or team drills or whatever just kind of watching what's going on to the side and how players are helping each other out and teammates are building chemistry those kind of things so that's kind of what I try to watch for and obviously too when they're doing warm-ups and stretching and the dancing and how much they just genuinely enjoy being out here so it's been fun to watch yeah keep the music on all practice yeah yeah (laughs) I I mean it it helps me like I enjoy the music and um, sometimes you you just need a little extra like energy boost for for (laughs) us as well because we're not out there running around I yep. would definitely die if that was the case because I'm hot enough standing <laughs> out there. But, you know, some some people go th- through practice and they chart every play, which mm-hmm. is another way that you can do it, especially yep. depending on, on how you're covering the team. But that means you, you go through and you put down where they started on the field and you, who, has, who has the ball, what quarterback it is, the – play that it was and who won and and sometimes you know we see that it's a defensive day and just for some reason Mm -hmm. the defense really stood out and that was what we saw on Monday and then on Tuesday's practice some of the players even Marquez said that they were talking about how they didn't feel like the offensive side of the ball had very much energy yesterday so they were like what are we going to do to give Mm -hmm. us more energy and he decided he was going to punt the ball every time he caught it so it's little silly things like that but it's just that is what they kind of do to like rally around each other and get them through and to try to elevate their game day Mm -hmm. in and day out. Uh, Speaking of those wide receivers, you brought up Jarvis Landry, Marquez Calloway. I mean, that room right now, the talent in that room. Yeah. Chris Olave has stood out. Dennis Allen's talked about him making strides over the past week or so. Anybody that we should be watching in this upcoming preseason game Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of looking at Dejon Dixon. He's a local guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, went to Nichols. And um, so I'm kind of been watching him. He's had a great tra- training camp. Um, and, he was on and, fire Monday. Yeah, absolutely. And so he's, you know, he's had a good showing in preseason as well, in the preseason games. And so it's he's kind of one of the ones that I'm watching. That room is so deep. And mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy to think when you compare it to last year and just how – much of a struggle um, that room was with injuries and whatnot. And, and this year to have the depth that you have there um, with Mike Thomas back and with um, Chris Olave, you know, and, and Jarvis Landry. So it's, I mean, so many other guys that I'm not even mentioning. Um, 
but it, it's it's crazy to compare the depth of last year to to what we have this year, what the Saints have this year. Um, and but yeah, I'm kind of watching Dejon Dixon. I want to see how he does in this last preseason game. He's had a really impressive camp. Um, you know, to see if he can kind of continue to be consistent will be huge. This might not be the most glamorous thing to say, but I'll be watching the offensive line because they've been – they had a few boys picked out or picked on during the Green Bay mm-hmm. practices where there was just three who left during – I think it was Wednesday's practice alone yep. with some form of injury. Like not something to keep them out for good, maybe. Mm-hmm. You don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But it's getting thinner there. Yeah. Not physically, but literally when it comes to depth. <laughs> yeah. So, and with Janus coming back from an injury, he needs a front that's going to protect him. So that's like, how is that yeah. going to shake out? I mean, if you have an injured front, are you really going to put your quarterback who's recovering from an injury out there in this final preseason game? Yeah, and everything starts up front, obviously, with, you know, giving Jameis more time, but that, you know, creates things for the running backs and gives Jameis time to get things out to the to all the wide receivers we've been talking about. So that's going to be huge this year is, is the offensive line, and the success that they have is, you know, going to be huge. It's going to have a huge impact on the rest of the offense. So. Right. Our defensive line definitely lets you know that they're very important, um, <laughs> yes. but the offensive line is also extremely important. They're yes. just, for some reason, I feel like they're a little bit quieter in just their demeanor. And Dennis Allen referenced that. He said, if you're not hearing about any of the offensive linemen, mm-hmm. then that means that they're doing a good job, mm-hmm. that they're consistently putting in the work, referenced uh, center Eric McCoy. And um, I think it's just funny, the personalities that different position groups take on. Oh, for sure. Especially our defensive line. Yeah. And, because, you know, Cam Jordan's kind of the <laughs> ringleader there. <laughs> yeah. You are getting to know some of the players, Taryn. What do you think about him or some of the personalities that you've gotten to know? So I haven't gotten to speak to Cam Jordan yet. We were going to today, but he's coming tomorrow. (laughs) But something for him, I've heard he's such a personality, so I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. But the thing that baffles me is he's only ever missed one game. Mm -hmm. Like, as a D lineman? Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. Your body. Poor. (laughs) And it was for, you know, COVID. Right. It wasn't anything that he did to not take care of his body. It wasn't an injury, which is incredible, Mm -hmm. especially at such a physical position. Um Marcos Calloway today was a great personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was funny talking about the punting every catch he had mm-hmm. when everyone else was spiking it. He's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, now they have a, there are a lot of personalities. Demario Davis when he was speaking, it's like everyone be quiet. Yeah. And listen in. Yeah. He had one quote about like, "There's no pack without the wolf, but there's no wolf without the pack." And I was like, "Dang." Yeah. <laughs> let me let me unpack that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't know exactly what it means right off the bat but (laughs) it sounds very deep so it's been fun learning the personalities very different from nascar (laughs) but um that's my favorite part is learning who they are as individuals rather than just oh x amount of sacks last season three interceptions and things like that Mm -hmm. yeah the stats are very important obviously Mm -hmm. um have y'all noticed the the chanting that we've been getting from the defensive side of the ball yes i heard it more today yeah Yeah. it's interesting it's interesting (laughs) it's like their 300 the 300 movie it's It's like a call that they did yeah so they're they're definitely bringing it they're turning turning up the juice this year absolutely and i can't wait to see all of the projected starters actually in a game together Mm -hmm. because i think that we're definitely going to have um you know just could be a special year more, more so than what we had last year, uh, even though they were able to finish 9-8, and eight, so over 500. And 
I've asked, you know, a lot of people what they think as far as what they think this team can do. You know, everybody talks about Vegas odds and they have them at like eight and a half wins or eight wins. And I am not allowed to comment on anything like that, so I'm not going to. But um, I've been asking other people to do it. And a lot of the national people have, have kind of said, yeah, I think they're kind of underdogs. Like people aren't really giving them all the credit that they deserve. And maybe it is because of the injury with Jameis Winston. How does he come back or the new head coach? But what do you think that the Saints can accomplish or what do you where do you think it's going to lie as far as they do this, then they'll be successful? Yeah, well, I think even thinking back to last year, it's insane what they were able to do um, to even have a shot at the playoffs mm-hmm. with, you know, all the injuries that they dealt with, COVID, and having to deal with a hurricane right out the gate to start the season. I mean, that was just really impressive what they were able to put together last season. Um, I, think, I think I put this, too, in um, my NOLA.com prediction – like 11 wins. I think that's very realistic for this team. Um, tougher schedule this year. I understand that. Obviously, they've, they've you know got a bit of a tougher schedule than they did last year. But I think the added pieces, um, you know, in, in the free agency additions and, and the, the way they handled the draft this year as well, guys coming back from injury, I think 11 wins is very realistic. I would not be surprised if they get more than that. Um, but I think that's very realistic for this season. I've been trying to remember what I predicted. Right, right. I was like, I'm <laughs> for my sure. own organization. <laughs> yeah. I think I did 10 or 11. I have them with a winning record, mm-hmm. but I can't remember which one um, as my prediction. But there's just so much talent. Mm-hmm. It's just putting it all together. Mm-hmm. And what I'm most curious about is how Dennis Allen's going to put his own touch on the team. He has the defensive mindset when before Sean Payton had the offensive mindset. Right. So now it's like, are you going to make that quick skirt change <laughs> mm-hmm. or is it going to be a slow progression? It seems like so far they're not rocking the boat. They're not mm-hmm. changing, right? like reinventing the wheel. Like they were successful. Are they going to keep doing that the same way? But one thing might not work for him that worked for Sean Payton. So mm-hmm. where is it going to become like his personal touch is what I'm most curious about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Coach Allen spent a lot of time just even watching him on the field, watching the offense. Mm-hmm. He's so familiar with the defense. I think even just for himself, he wants to get a good grasp of oh, for sure. of what they do on the offensive side of the ball. He's spoken very highly of Pete Carmichael. His thumbprint has been all over this offense for a long time as well. Mm-hmm. But I think he's just kind of, yeah, trying to figure out how he can fit in and where he can assert himself and how he wants to. Um, it's been really interesting watching the two defensive coordinators and, and how they work together. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked to Coach Nielsen the other day, and he said that they've never had an argument or a disagreement. They've always agreed on everything. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And, or, you know, it's like, or they hear each other out, and it's, mm-hmm. no, it's never heated or anything like yeah. that. So I think it's kind of cool to see how the personalities on the coaching staff mm-hmm. are going to start to come out as well. We'll see a little bit different Dennis Allen than we saw him as a defensive coordinator yeah we've seen some emotion from some of them <laughs> they've been jumping around on yep. the sidelines a lot um, during these preseason games I know we're not seeing a lot of the players we'll see regularly during the regular season um, any players that have stood out to you y- you mentioned Dixon but mm-hmm. other than that um, that you've kind of been watching a little bit well so I'm especially in this next preseason game uh I'm going to go another wide receiver, but this time it's Kirk Merritt. Mm-hmm. Um, he had the really impressive 59-yard kickoff return in the last game, and now he's getting reps at running back. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he gets reps at running back in the in the 
final preseason game. I know uh, Coach Dennis Allen said that staff haven't, hadn't discussed that yet um, on Monday. And so we're, it's going to be interesting to see, like, it, you know, and, and obviously he played running back in high school um, back at Destrehan, but hadn't played running back um, or hadn't even taken a handoff since high school. So it's just, it's been interesting to watch him too as well during practice. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does in, in the last preseason game, but that's kind of somebody I'm watching again. Um, kind of from the the wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's a good one to bring up. Um, his switch to running back, Taysom Hill's switch from quarterback to mm-hmm. tight end. Like both of those are just big changes. Mm-hmm. That it's and then Jawan Johnson with wide receiver to tight end last year. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that they're able to do that at a professional level yeah. is in, yeah. incredible. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and it's but. yeah. Well, and, and they talked about too, like you know, having to learn things. That they, you know, it's like you wouldn't even think of. Like I remember Taysom talking about having to learn how to do a three point stance. You know, like yeah, so yeah. it's just things that you know they're having to kind of learn. But it's impressive to see their progress throughout camp too. So right, and it's still the NFL. You're mm-hmm. switching a position and yeah. still being successful at it. That's yeah, mind boggling. Just how good of an athlete these mm-hmm. players are in general. I mean, Jawan yeah. Johnson has made some spectacular catches in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill is obviously very smart, yeah. and he's been a Swiss Army knife for the football team for a while. Yes. And now he's learning that he's going to have to do a little more blocking, and it's going to be a little more physical for him this upcoming season. So that's going to be different. Uh, as a tight end, you have to not only know you know, your routes, mm-hmm. but you have to also know you know that everybody else is basically on the field, depending on where you fit, on, fit in on um, in any play. So it's it is something to be cool to see how mm. all this kind of comes together in a couple mm. weeks as we start the season off against Atlanta in Atlanta on September 11th. Now there is some events going on um, over the next couple weeks. I don't know if either of you are runners. Yes, but they do have the 5K kickoff. I like to run. Um, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, on the 10th they're having like a huge Saints uh, kickoff 5K run ah. thing. So. Oh, I love running. Yeah, I don't run as much as I should, but I love running. Um, I played soccer, so I guess that's where it comes from. But I just, uh, yeah, I, I run him on a treadmill. I like running outside oh, can't too. Do but that. Anyway, yeah, I feel yeah. Like <laughs> the and, constant pounding and like not looking at anything. Right, right. Oh, I do love. I guess so I went to school at LSU, and they have the lakes there, and just running around the lakes, so cool. So anyway. Yeah. Didn't so, want to go off on, you know, no, like, no, too much no, about the run. You had me but, at 10K. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's five. <laughs> oh. It's only you five. had me at 5K. <laughs> yeah, it's only five. Even better. So, yeah. yeah, we'll all just go out there, get ready for the season. Um, you guys both participated in the media game. Oh, I didn't get to, and it broke my heart. Okay. Uh, I'm not insured, so it wasn't <laughs> in that awkward gap between mm-hmm. when you start a job and everything kicks in. So right. Yeah, I just want people to think that I'm a better athlete than I am, so I did not participate. <laughs> you oh, were the goodness. defensive MVP. No, oh, my no. gosh. <laughs> An interception, um, a PBU, all the tackles. You know, I like looking back at the highlight. <laughs> you know, when you're playing, you, you think you look – you're like, okay, that looks really athletic. And then watching the highlight back, I'm like, that did not – my fall was not graceful at all. You know, like the PBU is just, you know – but it was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Uh, it was such a great way to, like, kick off the season, I feel like, because we got to be in the Superdome, mm-hmm. um, obviously before the Saints had their practice. And it was just, you know, to, to get all the media members to kind of do that and just have fun and 
be in the dome together it was really really cool so um and it, it was it was really cool to watch back those highlights Alex did a great job on them um so that was that was probably honestly been one of the highlights since I've been here in New Orleans was the flag football game so it was so much fun so I'm preparing yeah. for next season that's it next season that's it. <laughs> I guess maybe I'll start training maybe I'll like sneak over yeah. hang out the football team oh train with gosh. them a little bit and then yeah. show up next year and play yeah we'll I have fun with that one <laughs> yeah I might be on the IR pretty soon if I do that (laughs) I thank you both for joining me on the podcast today I really appreciate it we'll be looking forward to your coverage Uh, Taryn anything you're working on particular story wise we should look out for we're gonna have a lot of good season preview stuff the week leading up to the first game so I'm excited about that I'll leave it at that too okay let the suspense build a little tease yeah (laughs) and Madeline you'll be on Mostly Pell's coverage mm-hmm. once you know that season gets rolling, which is yes. going to be pretty soon. September yeah. 26th is media day, so we're right wait. around the corner, really oh, like goodness. a month away for the Pelicans, yeah. too. Wow. Um, and then you're on the LSU baseball beat, mm-hmm. which is a little bit Yes. I guess when the first thing coming up for them is going to be like their fall ball thing, right? Yeah, yeah. they got fall ball. Um, they, they're official season you know regular season doesn't start till february but um you know a lot of a lot of high expectations for that squad over there in baton rouge as well and and with the pelicans too i mean you know we're it's kind of like you you look back at the teams that you're able to cover and it's it's so much fun getting to cover these teams um but yeah just really excited and and i'm so pumped for my first saints football season like being here Mm -hmm. in new orleans um it's it's incredible growing up in homa and and being able to do this it's it's really really cool so i can't wait and you know uh we got one one final preseason game and then regular season starts so it's about to get it's like the busiest time of the year but it's so much fun so i can't wait yeah it is going to be a fun sports season Mm -hmm. in new orleans for whether it's the saints or the pelicans a lot of excitement around both teams right now so We'll be in it pretty soon. Can't Thank wait. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to fly by, though. Yeah. yeah it always absolutely. does. Yes. Yes. That's when you know you're having fun, when time flies. So exactly. can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, we look forward to Atlanta and then our home opener the next week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see everybody out there. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.